Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Bad Broadcast. I'm here today with my very best friend, Kylie. Do you want to say hi? Hi. So I asked Kylie to be here today because we we are... Doing a heavy topic, a topic that we both feel really strongly about. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, you know that it's something that I talk about a lot. I have a video on it, and that is about body image. And I specifically asked Kylie to be here because she is my best friend, and we've been best friends for 10 years? At least, more minimum. More than 10 years, probably like 12. Yeah. And so she's been with me through all of my ups and downs with my body. And right now, I'm kind of at a low. I'm at a low with my body. I'm totally fine to say that. Probably the last, like, year or so for a lot of different reasons. Medication reasons, stress reasons, life changes, a ton of different stuff. But I have had a hard time with my own, like, confidence with my body. And so Kylie's been somebody that I've leaned on a lot. And she's all – she – I think you have a lot of really sound advice. Okay. You have been somebody that I've come to. And so I want to share your advice and things I've learned from you and also things I've learned in other places and put it all in one podcast. And I know that this seems counterproductive or not counterproductive, but kind of um, counterintuitive to what I believe because I don't think, and we're going to get into this a little bit more, but I don't think focusing on body image is the healthiest way to go. So it seems weird to dedicate a whole podcast to it. But I just kind of want to get it out there and have it said. And so you guys all know what I believe and hopefully it can kind of help help you guys and we can do this in like a positive way. So I'm gonna have Kylie start and I want you to tell me just your experience with your body from like maybe junior high and high school and how your body image developed through through those years. Yeah. Okay. My like journey, I guess, with my, the way I think about my body, um, all I can attribute how I feel about myself back to like my mom and her example to me about how she felt about herself and her body. And she is, if you know my mom or have seen my mom, she is one of the healthiest, tiniest milf milfs uh, in all the land. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And she just, she has always like woken up really early to work out. She eats really healthy. Um, She looks amazing, but she never, I never heard her talking about her body either in a positive or a negative way. Really. She just didn't talk about it. It just existed. Mm -hmm. And 
she would talk when she would compliment me and talk to me and about um she would never talk to me about my body she would talk to me about the things she loved about me my personality who I was when she talked about other people her best friends her sisters-in-law her sisters she talked about the things she loved about them she didn't talk about their bodies she didn't compare herself to them she you know there are a ton of other um body types in my family her sisters her friends and that was never something that she talked about and I think because of that I learned really young that the way that you look is not what gives you value and that was such a valuable thing that she taught me because I when I would experience things like in junior high and high school where I would have friends talk about body all the time because I I think that's a pretty common topic amongst friends and especially in like those pubescent years when your body is changing and you're growing. Um, I remember specifically in, cause I cheered and danced. I remember specifically being really fixated on weight. I remember a conversation where my friends said like they didn't want to hit a hundred pounds. And I remember being shook. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm on the cusp of a hundred pounds. Like, does that mean once I hit that now I'm like unhealthy and hefty, which is like appalling crazy yeah it's appalling I was I was 100 pounds 18 months ago. <laughs> <laughs> just came out of the womb I that way came out of the womb <laughs> pushing yeah 95 <laughs> yeah so I I remember hearing those things and you know my inclination would be to get stressed about it and to really fixate on that but then because of what my mom had shown me and taught me I w- I feel like I had this core um belief that I was centered on that that wasn't what really mattered about me and that helped me so much with my confidence. Totally. And I feel like moms, moms are always our first like female example, female friend, confidant, everything. So I think that experience that you had with your mom is so rare. And not to say that most moms are hard on their daughter's bodies or anything like that. But I think it's just, it's just a default for women. I think that they learn it from their moms. They learn it from their moms. It's always going to be a cycle of women should be critical of their own bodies. Yeah. It is just, it is, I think it is the common denominator that most women do. So for your mom to kind of break that and and not talk about your body and be body neutral, which yeah. as we get more into this is exactly what I believe in and where I stand, we should all be body neutral. It, it, it Your body is your body. Yeah. There's no reason, it doesn't have a good or a bad attached to it. For sure. And as I was talking about and saying those things that my mom taught me and those core beliefs that I have, you know, they sound amazing. And it sounds like, oh, wow, she just like has it all figured out. So not true. Like I still have, I have in my, in my eyes, you have it all figured <laughs> I out. I mean, thanks. Like I can pretend, but I still have so many days and so many times where I go to get dressed or, you know, where I go to like try a new style or put something on that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm angry about the way I look. Right. And I struggle with it. Like I, I'm not exempt from that. I think that my mom did an amazing job and I'm like so grateful for her in that. But I know that she still even has, and as I've gotten older and like we're more on a friend base, Mm -hmm. she's, you know, confided things in me about her body that I didn't know she ever felt. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this, you know, everybody feels it in one way or another has a confident, a thing that they, an area that they lack confidence in with their body and, or the way they look, their image, their face, whatever it is. Just, I've decided that, you know, your body and the way you look is a combination of what you can do and what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So 
when I say what you can do, I mean, there's a way that you just came. You know, you might you might have bigger hips or bigger boobs or, like, a big foot. Yeah. Like, or be know, tall. Yeah, or be tall <laughs> yeah. or be short or whatever yeah. it is. There's a way that you just came that you, without doing something very unhealthy, you can't change. Mm-hmm. So there's that aspect of it. But then there's also the the side of it of it's what you want to do. So if you want a certain lifestyle, let's say you want to, you know, always be eating really strict and healthy and always eating a ton of greens and have a very balanced diet and you're working out really hard every day, if that's the lifestyle you want to have, you're going to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. If you want to have the kind of lifestyle where you're going out with your friends all the time, ordering DoorDash a lot, like mm-hmm. I have been recently, right? you know, then you're going to look a different way. Yeah. And if, as long as you're comfortable with that and you can accept that, that's okay. Right. And it's like it's like feeling – it's like the mentality of making decisions that you know are taking care of, like, your heart, mind, and soul, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're going to – like, if, if you feel more mentally well when you are on a strict diet and working out really hard and, and you know, on a strict regimen, if that is assisting your mental health – then, then in a hundred percent do that always. Yeah. Like, I think your mom is like that, you yes. know, like that keeps your mom feeling calm and feeling, you know, confident and things like that. But yeah. for me, I'm just going to go, I'm going to backtrack a little bit and kind of go through like what it was for me growing up because, because I, so I've al- always been tall. I've been the same height. I'm like 5'11 right now. I've been 5'11 since, I don't know, maybe like 11 or 12. So I was always like, not proportionate to the people around me. So I feel like that probably what I think the compare, it was less what I was learning and it was more that I was comparing to everybody I was around. Mm -hmm. I could never share clothes with my friends. I could never, I could never share shoes with my friends. Like my mom always jokes that my, my feet were growing with my age. So like (laughs) when I was, when I was nine, I had a size nine foot. When I was 10, I had a size 10 foot. When I was, it stopped at 11, I'm still a size 11 foot. (laughs) But you know, like I had a really hard time that I didn't look like the people around me. Yeah. And I felt I felt embarrassed in a lot of ways and I felt embarrassed when we would all go shopping and, you know, everybody's in the dressing room sharing pants and sharing shirts and sharing bras and all of these things. And I'm like, well, I'll just be over here and like, I'm going to try on like a headband. Like, you know, (laughs) like I felt very other from a very young age and it, I mean, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie ever about it but it has affected me well into my adulthood you know I'm it's it's always been a factor for me it's just something that I have always really struggled with and then probably in the last I don't know maybe year year and a half I think I've developed a lot of disordered eating and a Mm -hmm. lot of uh, you know and people are always like well you haven't you know gained a lot of weight or lost a lot of weight what what do you mean it's not an eating disorder I'm like no I don't I don't think I have an eating disorder I I don't starve myself I don't binge and purge. I don't have those habits, but I have the obsessive tendencies of eating and then having intense guilt about it and then eating to soothe the guilt and then feeling intense guilt about that. And then kind of this cycle. And so I'm, I feel like I'm starting from like ground zero in a lot of ways on building my, my, you know, the way I view my body. And so, I mean, I'm probably like a lot of people listening that are like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. I'm 26 and I feel like I'm 12. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm 12 and my body's changing and I'm like, (laughs) what's this? Like, what's going on? You know, and I'm having a hard time accepting it or looking at it or, you know, I'm, I'm trying to wear my high school jeans and they don't fit. And then I want to cry about it all day. You know, like 
I I have so many I call him I mean Matt and I just call him well I say Matt because he's always the person I come to when I'm upset about it but I'm always like I'm having a bad body day and you know every now and then once a good one sneaks in Mm -hmm. a confident day sneaks in and I got to take like 30 pictures of myself and I got (laughs) to feel real good and then the majority of the days I really really struggle and it's just like I never want anybody to follow me and think like oh, Maddie, Maddie figured it all out. Like she was struggling and like, no, this is a continual thing for me. And it might, I don't know anybody that's honest with themselves that doesn't have a bad body day yeah, or that doesn't have, you know, a bad, a bad hair day, a bad face day, a bad, whatever it is, something with their image that they struggle with or have a bad day with. I mean, even like, I feel like you're being so nice and complimentary of, of, of me. I just like you a lot. (laughs) But I have all kinds of those days. I have Mm -hmm. so many of those days. And I just, what I've learned is that confident people focus on their strengths instead of their weaknesses. Such a good point. And I want to be a confident person. Like that's something that I value and that I want to be and have always wanted to be because it's something I admire in the people that I look up to is that they're confident. I've also noticed that when I'm confident I'm more present in situations for example and you and I have talked about this so I hope that it resonates with other people let's say you're getting ready you're going out you're going out with some friends you're mm-hmm. going to dinner or whatever right. it is and you're getting dressed and you're just looking at yourself and you're like I look terrible and everybody that I see today is going to also think that I look terrible They're going to see me. They're going to be like, you look hefty. You've gained 20 pounds. (laughs) And that's all they're going to see. And then I go out with these people and all I'm doing the whole time, instead of enjoying the conversation, enjoying, you know, being present, I'm thinking about my body. For sure. And it's such a waste. For sure. And I'm just not about it. I'm not trying to have that life. Um, It takes away from your daily life. And I feel that every time, you know, Kylie and I, uh, we had the same group of high school friends and we've been friends for years and we were all getting together the other day and I called Kylie and I was like, I don't think that I can come. And I had already texted the group and I said, I'm not coming. And friends, if you're listening to this, here's the truth of it. <laughs> but I called Kylie and I said, I just, I don't think I can come. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because I'm, I think everybody's going to think I look bad. I think everybody's going to notice that I've gained weight. I think everybody's going to talk about it. I think everybody's going to make fun of me behind my back. Nobody's going to want me there because of the way I look. It's just, it was like this virus of thoughts that I could not get out of my head. Yeah. And, you know, eventually, you know, she talks me down, <laughs> we put some clothes on, we get out the door and I'm there and then I'm having fun with my friends, but I'm still not feeling present. I was so obsessive about about that. Yeah. And I think where that where that comes from is that you've experienced talking about other people's bodies. You've been in a group of people Mm -hmm. where you've said or I mean, at least I know I have. I've said like, oh, she you know, she gained weight or oh, she looks so much better now because she lost so much weight or whatever that is. And because of that. Because you know that you've said those things or been in those conversations, you're self-conscious that that's what's going to be said about you. And that's what people are thinking about you. I'm not like one bit offended at you saying that I've said that because I, 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 you know, if any girls out there listening are going to come to me and say, I have never mentioned another woman's body, I'm going to call you on that because we have, we've fostered a culture where we mention other people's bodies. I have absolutely done it. Like, you know, even more, most recently, like with Adele, you know, Adele, who's this incredibly talented person who was offering us a million different things. 
she lost a lot of weight and we're like, oh, she's better now. Mm -hmm. She's better now. Let's talk about it. But it's just this perpetual habit that we have to mention other women's bodies. And I know I've done it. And so when I've noticed that the things that I criticize about other people are the things I'm insecure about. So when I run into somebody from high school and I'm like, "Mm, she gained weight since high school. I'm like, are you kidding? I, you know, deep down, I, I can be self-aware enough to know like, oh, I'm criticizing that because that is an insecurity that I have. And I, and I think that goes with, I mean, everything about people. I think that is a pretty, a pretty fair statement to say that we we project our own insecurities on everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you mentioned Adele and that that example specifically because, okay, there are things that are known about health, right? And I don't want to knock those. Like, obviously, it's, you know, it's good to um, not carry too much weight on your body for, like, your joints. Yeah. And, like, and, your heart. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, there, there's certain things that you should eat that will help your brain. Like there's things that are important about health, but it's the fact that we're placing value on the way that somebody looks and saying, like you said, that they are better than because of the weight that they're at or the way that we see their body. Yeah. And it, it is always, I mean, I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like this is fair to say it's value in how small, Yeah, you know, it's never value in like, yeah. oh, I noticed you put on some weight in your shoulders. You're <laughs> yeah. looking buff. Like, you know what I mean? It's always value in the smaller you can be. Yeah. I talk about this in my video, my body video, which was like, it's a few months old. It was one of the first things I did or first videos that I did. Um, we don't actually know somebody's health or situation or, you know, I think about girls who struggle with like hormone disorders or uh, autoimmune diseases, all of these different things that affect people's health and weight. And I say it in the video, but like we have no right to put any value in somebody's outer appearance or honestly to make any judgments to say like, oh, she must not be working out very, you know, we, we don't know. She could be working out harder than any of us, but she could be dealing with something else that yeah. we were unaware of. Yeah. Or, you know, she could be going through so, like there, you know, we just, we've made it, we've normalized criticizing bodies. Yeah. That's and, what it is. And I think a lot of that, that problem comes from social media and Instagram specifically for me. We didn't have that in high school. Yeah. It, I think we talked about this. I think it like literally came out like right after we graduated. Yeah. And um, because of that, the people that we were comparing ourselves to were just our peers, the people in our high school, our friends, you know, our family members, not everybody our age in the world. And every and celebrity. Every, yeah. yeah. And, and people not even our age. We have so many visuals and we have visuals of people's bodies, of what they look like on vacation. We've got, you know, Kendall Jenner in a bikini, what she looks like just on a Tuesday afternoon. We have all of these visuals. It's hard not to put value in the visuals. Yeah. And it's hard not to, I mean, it's like you think about the compliments that we give and receive on Instagram. We say, Oh, you look so pretty. You look so thin. You look so hot. You have the most rocking bod, you know, all this stuff. Everything about social media is visual, yeah. especially Instagram. Yeah. And not even to knock that because I get it. And I get that a lot of people draw inspiration from people's travel photos and the things people are wearing and how they look. I get, I get that that is, you know, has a place. Um, I think the problem is when that's the only 
when you start to convince yourself that that's the only way that you're valuable is if you can put good visuals out there. For sure. And, and For sure. it's like, we've talked about this before. You're not going to get on someone's Instagram and they post a picture of them in Hawaii and you're like, wow, your funny personality is really shining through here. Yeah. Like that just doesn't make any sense, yeah. Yeah. you know, but I, and I think it's a balance because the people that you're close to, like you and I can see each other and I can be like, you have been working out. You look so toned and awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know that I value more things about you than the way your body looks. Right. But when you're associating with people on Instagram, on social media that are outside of that close circle that are just saying these things about you, they, you know, you're attaching value to that because they don't know those other things about you. So you're thinking to yourself, the only reason they like me or follow me or think I'm great is because my hair looks amazing or my body is good. And so I, I you know, that's a huge totally, issue. Totally. And so on my, and I'm with you that I love, I mean, obviously I love Instagram. Yeah, I love, same. I love what it's for and I love everything about it. I mean, I mean, I shouldn't say I love everything about it, but I think it is an awesome tool. Yeah. I'm not knocking it at all, but um, so on, but on my Instagram, this is, if you're listening to this now, it's going to be a few weeks from now, but last night I put it on my Instagram. What was the best body advice or what was the best advice you've received regarding your body image? And I had so many like amazing, vulnerable, sweet, inspirational things said that I had never thought of. And I want to kind of pepper them in throughout the episode because I just think they're so good. And I wanted to know what you guys thought and kind of what you tell yourselves and what you tell your friends and something that somebody brought up that I full like wholeheartedly believe is that the least interesting thing about you and anyone else you know is their body. It is the least valuable like least cool, least funny, least it just overall least interesting thing. People have so much more to offer than what they look like, you know, and we I think I, I mean I think we just need to say that it is a typically female problem. I don't want to say that men don't have it. I know that a lot of men struggle with this, but it is a typically female problem. And we have to like foster an environment where we value more about each other, Yeah, where we consistently build each other up and compliment each other and point out things that have nothing to do with our physical appearance. We have to make it a habit that the people that are the, the women that we see in our lives, that we're building them up and and I'm just repeating myself, but what I was going to say is that when we do that, when we are pointing those things out about each other, we can kind of have like a trust in one another that they're doing it for us. That on those days that you're insecure, that you're feeling bad about your body, that you know that the women who you value and look up to and respect, that they are not looking at that part of you because you're not looking at that part of them. Yeah. I mean, if you sit and think about all the people that you look up to or even just your group of friends, um, it's... (laughs) I'm, I can almost certainly say that you, the, all the people that surround you that you love and look up to do not have the same body type. Right. And you don't hang out with them. Are you because, about to say that? Yeah. You yeah. don't hang out with them because of that. That's yeah. not why you like them. Yeah. I've never been like, you know what? She looks rocking in her swimsuit. I'm going to, I'm going to invite her over. <laughs> That's why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> she has an amazing six pack and yeah. I like her because of that. It's it's just so interesting because it's like almost on a logical level, we know all of these things and we say all these things, but we have to start practicing yeah. them. We have to start, con- cause it's going to take a lot of, of, of rewiring and unlearning habits that we have as women, even things like. 
you know, oh, wow, she got really, really skinny. Do you think she's okay? Oh, my gosh. Whoa, yeah. she lost baby weight really quickly. She, you know, we just, we don't know what, pe- I mean, it's a it's a really cliche classic saying, but, like, you don't know what somebody's going through. You know, it is obviously true. But then on another level, most women can empathize with each other regarding their body image. Yeah. So, like, almost like, how dare we? Yeah. How dare we criticize other women's bodies? Yeah. You know? There, and- was, there was something that, another one that you told me, Another response. Oh, yeah. That, that yeah, other yeah, response yeah. that we talked about, read that. Yeah. So it said, we could all eat the exact same diet and work out the exact same routine and we would all still look different. Yeah. There's not like we are not meant to look the same. We're not built to look the same genetically, you know, in any possible way. And just going back to when I was saying, you know, how dare we criticize other women's bodies? This is not something that like, I've mastered and I'm telling you guys what to do. Yeah, no, me this, either. Yeah, this is something that I believe that like I hope I like in some way that we can start like a chain reaction of valuing women for what they are rather than what they look like. But I just I just want to make it very clear that this is, you know, throughout my life, I've always thought that's what you talk about. I thought it's what you compliment. I thought yeah. it's what you say to people. I thought it's, you know, I just thought that's what how it worked that, you know, we just had to look good and lose weight and compliment each other and how skinny we were. Yeah, because you're programmed to think, I mean, like, oh, you look so skinny. It's like the best compliment in the world. Totally. And why? Yeah. Why do I think that's the best compliment? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> about like if I if I would rather be the skinniest person in the room or the funniest person in the room, 10 times out of 10, I would rather be the funniest person in the room. Yeah. So I think, you know, when you talk about that and when we talk about other people's – other people and how everyone looks different and that that comment that you got on Instagram about everyone could do the same thing and still look different, everybody with that, everybody has those things that they don't love about themselves. And I think we hear a lot to do like positive affirmations, right? And with this like body positive movement that's been huge, people focus – they say like, you know – stand in front of a mirror and compliment the things that you don't like about yourself. Yeah, like kiss your stretch marks yeah, in the morning. Yeah, yeah it's dumb. Ew. For yeah. me, it's counterproductive because I there are things about myself I don't love. Yeah. And no matter how many times I pretend to like them, I'm being dishonest with myself, I don't like them. Well, and I think it makes you fixate on it a yeah, little bit more. it does. It, it, when I wake up fires. and I take 15 minutes to stare at my stretch marks, like it's not it's not a positive thing for yeah, me. Yeah, and I, th- I think it goes back to, I said it already, but – it's more productive to focus on your strengths. That's going to make you more confident. If you don't stand in the mirror and think like, I really love that cottage on my butt, don't say it. Yeah. Focus on, I really like, you know, this part of my body. I really like that I have toned arms or I really mm-hmm. like my smile or whatever it is. And feel, I think sometimes people feel insecure about acting confident because they're worried that people are going to take it the wrong way, like that they're they're overcompensating or that they're cocky or they're being too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so – I think that's something else that we have to do for each other as women too is be okay and be accepting of other people's confidence well, and and like that and let them thrive in it. Totally. And we've made it a no-win situation. Yeah. If you're insecure, it's annoying. If you're confident, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. We have done that to each other. It's been a group effort. Everybody listening, <laughs> we've done that. A girl posts a fire selfie and we're like, geez, calm down. Like, like you really love yeah, yourself. Yeah, but then, but then somebody – you know, never post about it or post about how they're feeling insecure. And we're like, okay, how much attention do you want? Like, you know, like we've made it a no win. When we see somebody feeling confident, we should champion that. Like we should be like, 
we should we should ask them how they're doing it. Yeah. What we should do to be more like that. You know, all of these things. And then, oh, what was I just going to say? Da, 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 da. What were you just talking about? Strengths, focusing your strengths. Oh, but, oh, and and I think just kind of going back to what you were saying, it's why I don't even like the body positivity movement. Yeah. Like, I don't even think it's productive. I mean, I think it started with good intentions, and I love, like, I, I, I follow a lot of these accounts that, you know, consider themselves body positive accounts, and I and I love it, and I, I, I benefit from it, I think. But for me personally, and I think where a lot of people stand, is that we, we need to exist in a body neutral zone where we don't talk about it. We need to normalize not mentioning somebody's body. Mm-hmm. You know, that is what is the what the body positive movement did is let's talk about every aspect of your body. Let's do it all day every day, stare in the mirror, kiss your cellulite, do all of that, you know, like we it's been this obsession with positivity that it's almost for me personally like I felt inadequate in a lot of ways because I don't do those things and I'm like, okay, so maybe I just need to exist in a neutral zone where my body is my body. It does what I need it to do, and I'm proud of it. And that's another another thing that somebody sent to me, which I like. I almost started crying when I said it, but she said, "I I don't like my thighs, but I think to myself, would I give up my thighs if that meant that I had to give up dancing with my friends? All of these things that we criticize our bodies about. Anything you like to do, your body does it for you. Yeah. Any hobby you have, anything that even if your hobby is sitting on the couch and eating." Your body lets you do that. Yeah. And like. If you're going to be upset at the way your body looks, then you have to be upset about all the things that it lets you do, which is such a buzzkill because those are all the things that you like the most about existing and living. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason to do that. Exactly. And the, I think that because we talked about another, another submitted answer that said, you know, for me, food is something that I love, like on a very deep level. I've always loved it. But like the last probably like five or six years, it's become like an actual, I feel like, hobby of mine. You know, we love, Matt and I love like studying other foods and trying new foods and traveling for foods and learning about cuisine and all of these different things. And it's become something that we really love. And somebody responded, they said, I've just realized that the extra 10 pounds I have are the things that I like to do. And that's (laughs) how I feel. You know, the extra weight that I carry around is because I have a passion for eating. And the, the, you know, it's silly to think like, I'm going to eat freely and happily. And I'm going to eat, you know, when we travel, I want to eat as much of the local, you know, cuisine as I can. I want to make sure that's a priority. And then be mad if I put on five pounds. Yeah. You know, that is the, the extra weight I'm carrying is a result that I did something that I really love. Yeah, I feel that at my core. And I think it sometimes makes me, um, like my inclination is to be upset that not everybody feels that way. Be upset that there are people that in my life that just want to eat clean and healthy all the time. Yeah. And don't want to eat treats. Yeah. And I, it like makes me angry at them. Yeah. And, and I'm like, no. I hate the friend who doesn't want to go out to eat. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just because that's not something you like to do. But it's like you said earlier, that makes, that helps them feel confident and happy. And that's good for their mental health. And I need to be comfortable and okay with that too. For sure. Because they're, you know, toned healthy body from only eating protein and veggies makes them happy. Yeah. And so that's awesome. Yeah. It's like if somebody was really into playing like the clarinet and you really like to play the piano and it's like, okay, well, they're really good at the clarinet. Why don't they just be good at the piano now? Yeah. It's like, well, they have a different thing that they want to be doing or a different lifestyle or a hobby or whatever. Like we both know so many people who like have a real 
passion for like for fitness and diet and like and they're thriving and I also follow so many people that have a passion for like finding the best dessert or you know what I mean like what you're doing should be a reflection of what you love most yeah and And that's like like you shouldn't you know if you are obsessing about your diet and fitness and at your core it's not serving you like you you need to make a change because I mean it goes without saying no questions asked your mental health is so much more important it will affect every other aspect of your entire life so if you're gonna if it's coming at the detriment of your peace there is no reason to continue. Yeah. So you have to be really honest with yourself too in that. But I mean, even you and I, we have such different bodies mm-hmm. and I have never, you know, we I'll have- give people a visual that you are five, one, five, no, five, four. <laughs> oh, oh, five, four with yeah. heels on. <laughs> Kylie is five, four, five, three. Five four. <laughs> five four. But I'm five eleven, obviously, and we're just built totally different. Yeah. You know, they just yeah, we just are. But high high just to give you a visual on height, we're not similar. Yeah, we're not the same. Yeah. And I I just think that that is it's actually never something I think about until we're having this conversation and I'm like, Oh yeah, we're like very different yeah. physically. Yeah. Like I don't like think I that I don't I don't know a time that I could have ever fit into your shoes. You couldn't until ever. except like youth. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Like <laughs> what size foot do you have? A five. Yeah, when I was five, <laughs> I could have worn your shoe size. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, either. it's just okay. It's okay that we have such different bodies and it's and what makes you have a good relationship with people is not that you look the same. It's that you have things in common. And that you you like and value things in them that have nothing to do with the way. It's like it's so interesting because we we think that other people value our bodies so much. Yeah. And then you think about it, and I'm like, I can't think of one person's body that I care about. I know. I <laughs> and know. And like, I, I can don't. I can promise you that you're not on anybody's list of bodies they care about. Yeah. Like I'm really thinking about that. Body yeah. Today. Not not at all. And if you are, stop thinking about other people's bodies. Yeah. Weird. What you were saying about being really honest with yourself is that. We keep talking about these extremes, I think, like, oh, if you diet and go to the gym or if you sit on the couch and veg, there is a very wide middle ground there. Yeah. You know, there it is not all health and wellness or, you or know, balls bin- to the wall unhealthy. Yeah. Or yeah. binging and never getting off the couch. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think you and I probably both exist in that middle ground, mm-hmm. you know, and m- I would say that most of us do. Yeah. And it's like waking up in the morning and being very honest about how to best take care of yourself, you know, yeah. like, and sometimes it's like. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I don't I don't want to go to the gym, but I'll go on a walk with Matt. You know, I'll do that. I feel like I need to get outside and I need to move around. And then I want to come home and can we just order a pizza and not do anything? You know, like, or and then the next morning I'm like, I'm waking up at six. I'm going to the gym. And it's where, where I struggle is the obsession with the extremes that I think to myself, I need to be up at 6 a.m. every single day, eating only greens, eating protein or drinking protein shakes, only doing this or or I need to be completely the other way. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can just exist in this middle zone of like, you know, I like to go out to eat. I like to keep my body moving. Some days it ebbs and flows. Some days I'm heavier. Some days I'm lighter. And just having that body neutrality of like, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my body exists the way it does. And that is okay. Mm-hmm. It is not morally good or morally bad yeah. to be any way. Yeah. So this is all great. We can say all of these things. We can talk this to death. We can always, you know, do better positive affirmations for ourselves and each other. But I like to have an action that I can take 
today. I like to, when I'm feeling down, I like to have a thing that I do that makes me feel better or more confident. Sometimes it's like buying a, a deep condition for my hair. Sometimes it's getting a meal I really love. Sometimes it's, there's a bunch of different things that I've learned about myself that I do. And something I feel like I can do to help myself on bad body days is I like to put on something I like to wear something that I feel really, really good in. And this is a continual problem that I have because (laughs) I buy things that don't fit. I buy clothes that I don't like. I buy clothes that I don't look good in. And then I put them on on bad body days and I feel sad. And I haven't ever been like style has never really been my forte. I feel like I have like a grasp on taste. Like I like what I, I know what I like, but I've never really known like how to shop or how to shop smart or how to put on clothes that like when I look in the mirror, I like what I see. And I'm tying this in because I have, I mean, how many times have we redone my closet? I mean, three this year. Three this year. Exactly. Yeah. So (laughs) I will text Kylie periodically and be like, Kylie, I hate my body. I hate my clothes. Nothing looks good on me. I'm never going to feel good. I'm never going to look cute. And I just, every, every article of clothing I own looks terrible on me. And she has to walk me through. We got to throw away all the $10 shirts that I bought (laughs) and we have to start from ground zero. So I wanted to incorporate this because it is an action that I think a lot of people can take. And that is shopping smart, buying things that fit and feeling good in your clothes. Because I can feel confident all day in a big t-shirt and sweats on my couch. But when the time comes that I got to get ready, my confidence is going down. So it's imperative for me personally, and I think a lot of people, to make sure that I have clothes that I feel good in. Kylie's really savvy with all of this stuff. And it's just, it's like a huge passion for you. Yeah, I love it. I feel the way about style and fashion that you do about food. When you're talking about that, I'm like, yeah, those are the feelings I have for fashion. Fashion, yeah. So, I mean, for me, style is about expression, but it's also about comfort. I like to feel comfortable in Mm -hmm. what I'm wearing. I don't like to wear things that are, I don't think many people do, that are too tight. Yeah. Or that. Why do we do that? Why are we doing that, ladies? Why are we doing that to ourselves? I don't know, but it's terrible. It's it's a bad idea. It's so bad. And I, I just think that, I think that one of the reasons that we do it is because there's so much value that's been placed on size and what size you are. So, you know, you go, and that's because you go shopping and someone's helping you and they say, okay, what size do you want in that? And for some reason, we feel good about the fact that we say, oh, I'll get a small. I'll have a small in that. I'll have a medium, <laughs> you know, and, and you don't want to be anything bigger than what you've decided there's like you a lot are. Of, there's a lot of shame attached to size. Yeah. yeah. And when I got married, my husband, he, things fit him like they were they like they fit the hanger. Mm-hmm. They he is sample size. Things fit him perfectly. And I started to notice that he purchased different sizes in everything. And specifically in pants because that's where one of my biggest insecurities lies in my bottom half. And so buying pants that I feel like fit my body and make me look how I want to look um is really difficult. And I noticed that he ranged in he ranged between like four different sizes and bottoms and was unfazed by it. It's like this is a wild concept (laughs) and as I watched him do that no when I realized I was so stuck on this size mentality I started trying to think about why and I realized someone one person just decided to name that size a small and then we just all decided that was good. Yeah. After like. There's no reason. After doing these t-shirts because I like sized these t-shirts like I chose the inches that they are. Yeah. I'm like 
I could just make this up. Yeah. This has nothing to do with, I was literally just making it up. Yeah, sizes aren't real. I was like, I, no, size does not exist. <laughs> yeah. it, do, it is not real. Yeah. If anybody tell like, I have a, I used to have a fear, like what, somebody's going to come up behind me and check my tag <laughs> and like see that I have, an, check. yeah, see that I have an extra large on and like me less. Yeah. Like, it's not, like why it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not real. It is completely made up by whatever company you're shopping from. Yeah. And once I decided that that's, that I wasn't going to care about size, it was freeing and it opened up a whole new realm for me of what I could wear. Mm-hmm. Because I had this idea in my mind because there's all these companies that claim they're for a certain body type. Right? Right. And, you know, if you, if you are curvy, this is the perfect pant for you. If you have a small waist and big hips, this is what you should wear. Um, I remember you talking to me one time about, like, you should accentuate your waist by putting a belt Oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking – we were talking about, like, uh, what not to wear mm-hmm. back in the day. And anybody who had a fuller figure, they were always like, you need to cinch in your waist. And, like, that particular – sentiment just doesn't work for me because I'm built like a fridge. Like I don't have a waist, <laughs> like tying in at my waist doesn't work. Yeah, but if you, if you ask like the curvy style rules, that's what you should do. Yeah. And it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. And I think that because there are these brands that claim that and to be for a specific body type, when you buy one of those items or buy into one of those brands and it doesn't work for you or it doesn't fit you, it just feeds that problem in your head of like, oh, great, well, now I don't fit in this either. Yeah. And my body really is the literal worst. No, and I, I, if I don't fit into my normal pair of pants, I don't size up. Yeah, and why? I don't know. I won't. I, I will just be like, oh, well, I guess this doesn't fit. I guess move along. I will never be like, should I size up? I'm like, I refuse. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, and it's that deep-rooted shame of like, I can't size up. Then yeah. everybody will, everybody will know. Yeah, and it's, it's ridiculous. And I realized that watching my husband shop And once I started being like, hey, I want this size, I've even had people say to me, no, you're not that size in pants. You should get this. And I say, no, I I need you to give me this size because I know that's what fits me and I know that's what I'm going to feel good in. Right. And I I just think that that's one action you can take. Go and buy something that fits your body and don't be scared of a style or of a certain pant because you have to size up in it. Yeah. Heaven forbid you have to change your size when it's literally something that's just made up by one person. Exactly. Like, who cares? Exactly. So I think that is huge. Um, I think another thing that is really important and really big is buying quality items. And it's you don't have to spend a ton of money. I think that's where people get um, really frustrated and what they don't understand is they're like, oh, yeah, you say that, but you have a big budget for it. That's where you spend all your money or whatever. I probably don't spend any more money than anyone else does. I just buy less. Yeah. You just don't. Cause like if I add up, I'm like a, I'm like a big impulse shopper, which is where a lot of my terrible clothes come from. <laughs> and I, I like say this and I'm like, maybe this isn't universal. I know it's universal. We're all buying these crappy little t-shirts that are five for 20 and we want, you know, just as many clothes as possible. And then we have options and then, but then if all of our options suck, where, what are we left with? And then on top of that, you know, you're going shopping three times a month and you're spending $60 each time. Why not just buy one quality item that that you will wear for the next five years instead of all of these, you know, thin, poorly made, unflattering things that you are going to throw away next week. That yeah. is the exact habit that I get into. And it's something I've, I'm actively working on. Yeah. Something that 
I have done that has made me feel a lot better about my personal style Mm -hmm. is not buy into trends. I remember one time I heard somebody say that they feel like when they come to Utah, it looks like everybody just came out of a factory. And that, like, everyone is just dressing the same. And... I hated that. I was like, ew, I do not want to be that. But it's easy to buy into these trends and these ideas when you see them on Instagram and on social media. And you're like, oh, I like that aesthetic. Mm -hmm. I like the way that that looks. I'm going to do that. Um, And then you go and you, you know, you buy these trendy items and they don't last because the trends die out. And then you're left with low quality stuff that you spent a bunch of money on. And you're like, "Mm." totally. Mm. Totally. And you're back to square one. Exactly. At the the beginning of every new season. Yeah. And then you have all of those days of getting ready, getting dressed, looking in the mirror, and feeling terrible. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Yeah. I think... I just I think it's important to buy quality items and I think if you're you know if you're in a place like you have been with me when you've been like I need to start over with my wardrobe. Right. We need to start fresh and new. Yes. Um, There are some things that you can buy that will just start you off with a really solid wardrobe and... One of those things is a trouser, mm-hmm. whatever that trouser may be. If you want a slim fit, if you're looking for a wide leg, whatever, a trouser. Mm-hmm. You need a dark jean and a light jean. They do not have to be skinny jeans. Never. My, <laughs> just never. They're canceled. I'm, I'm just kiss, cancel them. I'm here for the demise of skinny jeans. For Maddie and I, skinny jeans are not the answer. They're not it. For some people, I know they are. They are. But they aren't for us. Not. <laughs> and so you need both of those jeans. You need a good white and a good black tee. Mm-hmm. And then you need a good jacket, whether that's a bomber jacket or a leather mm-hmm. or one of those. Yeah. No, I <laughs> Start agree. there. And the, th- the thing is, is that like... Uh, unless your okay, unless your job is you are a fashion influencer. Yeah, nobody is looking at what you're wearing. They only notice how you feel in it. And when you dress your body in a in a way that makes you feel good, then you're confident to go out and you are present in those situations. Totally. And people do, like you said, they notice that. They notice, oh, she's so confident. And it's because you've done things to make yourself feel that way. And that's okay. I just want to clarify, this isn't us saying you need to dress a certain way to to feel valued. It's literally the opposite. We're saying however you want to put on your clothes and look in the mirror and feel as fire as possible, that is what you need to do. These are just, I feel like these are just really good basic starting points for people like me who are like, I don't know how to freaking shop for myself. I don't know how to buy clothes I'd look good in. I don't know how to do any of this. And it and it's affected my mental health negatively. Yeah. So when I have these basics of like, okay, if I can have a go-to black t-shirt and a white t-shirt that I know I love and I know if I put it on, I'm not going to sit on my floor and cry, that is worth it. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I, I feel like we know – we know why we're talking about this, yeah. and it's because of what you just said. It's because of how it has made us feel better about ourselves. The reality of it is, uh, I don't know, we have to wear clothes, and yeah. we should wear clothes we feel good in. Yeah. <laughs> that and, is all it is. Yeah. It's not anything And else, as I you know? say those things, like build your basics and stuff, I also recognize that for some people, that might not be what they want to do. And for some people, they might feel good in trendy items and in in cheaper quality things and buying a bunch of uh, buying a lot of quantity yeah for some people that might be the answer so I kind of you know and I mean obviously you and I we can only speak to our own experiences and what has made and the only reason I we're even doing this podcast and and this topic is because 
I've learned a lot from you. I've learned a lot from the people that I've interacted with on Instagram. We This is a whole learning experience, and we should share our experiences with one another and hope that it can benefit each other in some way. Yeah, because that's even why. It- yeah, I was just going to say that's why I wanted you to share the stuff about clothes because for me it was so valuable, and I think that it's valuable for other. Like when you were like, hey, you need to buy a trouser. I was like, why? Why would I – I never – I'm, like, so casual. I'm so, like, T-shirt and jeans and boots and, like, nothing else. And then I buy a trouser and I'm like, oh, this has actually – I feel way better in this. This makes sense. I want to go out. I want to go to dinner. I want to wear these instead of, like, putting on my skinny jeans from high school and being like, I'm not leaving the house. Yeah, and I think personal style plays into that huge and figuring out what you feel good in is really an important part of it. Of course, yeah. Looking for inspiration and then not being afraid to try something – just because you don't have the same body as the person that inspired you to wear it. Exactly. For example, I think Hailey Bieber is incredible. She is my style icon. Yeah, I like her. My body is... That's, it's so funny you say that because in the episode coming out next week about celebrity couples, yeah. I talk about... I say I think Hailey Bieber has the best style in Hollywood. Oh my gosh, yeah. she's amazing. She's fire. But I look nothing like her. But I'm okay with that. And I... I've decided that, hey, if she inspires me to wear something, when Haley's wearing all neon and I'm into it and I buy all neon and I put it on and I look different, but I feel good about the way I look, that's good. Yeah. I shouldn't sit there and look at the picture of how she looked in it and if I don't look that way, be afraid to wear it. Yeah. I wanted to add this in because for me, I do really well with concrete steps. And I like knowing that when I have a bad day, I can take care of myself and treat myself and put myself in an outfit or in a situation where I feel confident. And like, I'm not saying at all, like when you have a bad body day, go buy jeans that fit, but it's when you have a bad day or you're down or you're feeling a certain way, put yourself in a situation. Maybe that means calling your friends, going out to dinner. There's so many different avenues. This was just one that really resonated with me. So do you have anything else that you want to add or any final, any final thoughts? I just think like, to sum it up, yeah. I feel like, you know, what we're saying is, is let's focus less on what people look like and let's talk about it less and focus more and put more value on who they are outside of their uh, – who they are outside of their outer appearance. appearance. Yeah. And – but let's also work on – that within ourselves so that we can help other people and champion other people and other women to feel that way about their own bodies. So let's, you know, focus on our strengths and focus on how we can be confident and do that however it is that will be most effective for us, whether that's, you know, focusing on style and dressing our body in a way that makes us feel good. Or like you said, calling people that we love, surrounding ourselves with good people, standing in front of the mirror naked and focusing on our strengths. Yeah. But not in the weird way where you kiss your stretch marks. Yeah. Like, I just think that that's, you know, I that's what we're saying. I don't think I could even reach mine. I, mine are, mine are I my bottom. Mine could. Mine are my short. bottom half. I I'm bendy. I'm, I've got rolls <laughs> prohibiting that. But, um, yeah, and I'm just going to add on to that, that I'm – always going to advocate 100% for just take care of yourself in the best way that you know how. Listen to what you want to do. You don't have to be extreme in any sense of the word. I think it's like a huge, there's, you know, we need to normalize normal. We need to normalize normal bodies. We need to normalize all of this stuff that we all go through. I just want to add in this other thing that somebody submitted. You are bigger. Your life is bigger. Your life is more important than a smaller size of pants. Yeah. Like you have so much stuff to do. (laughs) Like you have so much, there's so much fun to be had, so much food to eat, so many places to see and people to meet. There's so much stuff that like we have, and this is completely, again, a reminder for me, but 
we have to stop taking away from it by obsessing about these really petty things that yeah. just don't matter. It's just you just have to take care of yourself. You have to put yourself in situations where you feel happy and I think that might sum it all up. Yeah. Do you have anything it else? Does. Nope. I thought that was great. Good ending. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Thanks yeah. for being here. Yep. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Actually, I'll say this. One last thing. Remember, you get a discount on my website if you use the code podcast. And please just go like and subscribe and give five stars and write a review. It takes like, Kylie, how long did it take you? A minute. Less than. Nope. Okay, one minute of your day. It was just is it helps a lot. Like if I can get on a chart somewhere, I don't know. You guys know the drill. Just just do me a solid, okay? Thanks. Bye. Bye.